I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Friday, February 10, 2023. Asian markets under pressure again on Friday amid worries over a higher for longer rate environment and a stubborn global inflation picture. But economist Mike Riccofort is betting, despite the Philippines' higher-than-expected January inflation reading, the Banco Central, which meets next week, will keep tracking the Fed's move. Policy-wise, the, the question is, would more would additional or more aggressive local policy rate hike would address, say, this uh, supply-side inflationary factors or not? So th- that's a key question. If not, of course, it's always the... The, the stance that uh, non-monetary measures would be more effective. When would be the peak of uh, inflation locally? Well, the window is until early February. Uh, wh- why early February? Because the anniversary of the Russia-Ukraine war is on February 24th. Mathematically, there's already uh, some g- good chance that the year-on-year inflation would start already start to ease in view of the higher base or denominator starting then. Regina Capital's Luis Limlingan agrees and says the market continues to price in just 25 basis points in rate increase next week. BSP is going to maintain their stance to track the Fed, which is probably going to be 25 basis points. We're not saying that, uh, we're not out, uh, ruling out the possibility that they could increase it to 50 basis points given that uh, inflation uh, you know, climb to 8.7% in January. Now, the reason why we're saying is that they're going to keep to 25 basis points is that one, again, inflation uh, has been driven mainly on the supply side, so it's not a demand uh, issue. Second, uh, the other concern and why the BSP was more hawkish uh, during the second half of 2022 was that the uh, the, the peso did did depreciate uh, substantially but since it's it's under control we think that they're going to maintain for the day the PSE index bucked the slide and is up half of one percent but down for a second week in a row Investors also digesting MSCI rebalancing news with Ayala-led companies, ASEN and Globe Telecom, set to be removed from the MSCI Global Standard, effective end of day, February 28th. By some estimates, in all, the Philippines could see net outflow of about $92 million. Meanwhile, PLDT has declined to comment on reports. It and its top executives, including Mani Pangilinan, are facing class action lawsuits in the U.S. over its 48 billion peso budget overrun mess. It says it has not been served the documents yet and it does not have any information to verify or deny the reports. The plaintiffs are supposedly demanding compensation for damages caused by alleged violations of federal securities law. It accuses PLDT and its officials of misrepresenting and failing to disclose the following adverse facts pertaining to the company's business, operations, and prospects, which were known to defendants or recklessly disregarded by them. PLDT had confirmed the budget over on news last December, causing the stock price to at one point fall nearly 20%, while ADRs fell by over 23%. Since any uh, drastic changes to management or more material updates with regards to the overruns, uh, the issue will continue to impose a ceiling on the uh, share price. And valuation-wise, this will continue to warrant a corporate governance uh, discount on the stock. So the market is likely to wait for further uh, comments uh, regarding it in the next analyst briefing for uh, PLTT. 
And more updates on Leandro Levista's share swap. SPNEC says its joint venture with Enrique Rezon's prime infrastructure, TerraSolar Philippines, is still a go, with TerraSolar signing an 850-megawatt mid-married power supply agreement with Medalco, which it plans to deliver by 2026. While parent company Solar Philippines will sell common shares in Solar Tanawan to prime infrastructure for $1 billion. Solar Tanawan has a power supply agreement with Medalco for 50 megawatts. In other news, Citicorp Energy REIT listed today its maiden 4.5 billion peso ASEAN green bond offering at the PDEX. The offer, which carries a 7.0543% coupon rate due 2028, was oversubscribed. Proceeds will be used to acquire properties to grow CREIT's green asset portfolio, which is expected to increase its land holdings to almost four times to 7 million square meters. And finally, Surpass is setting up a subsidiary to cater to clients in Australia where it can offer products and services to what it describes as 10 times larger than the Philippine market. Surpass started out as a content provider to telco operators and has since pivoted to offer mobile applications, enterprise software solutions and platforms, IT staff augmentation, and blockchain technology. That is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.